0: What's up people? I'm Hillary and I'm Erica and this is Cocktails and Capitalism. We're going to be taking turns telling stories about capitalism and what that means in our modern society. Cheers to that. Yeah, cheers <laughs> to that, Erica. <laughs> so today our chosen cocktail is the piña colada. I've got mine going on over here. How's yours, Miss Erica?
1: It's so good. I really love this this recipe. Yeah, I'm Mm-hmm. What was in it again? You you sent the recipe to me.
0: Yeah, I did some white rum, pineapple juice, coconut milk, and uh, let's see,
1: agave syrup. I think it was. I did agave syrup, yeah, and some ice.
0: I think that's it. And I'm warmed yeah. it up in the blender and ready to go.
1: It's super good, super dope. Yeah, I I'm suggest really into it. that our listeners make this exact cocktail as you're listening along. Yeah, it's definitely. what we need during quarantine as well. We're all mm-hmm. just uh, pent up and need some kind of outlet.
0: Yeah. I mean, specifically for my topic today, I was going to make us drink Quarantinis, um, which are apparently oh. made of vodka and a packet of Emergency, uh, but that sounds kind of gross. Oh, my so God. I, so, <laughs> yeah. So I opted for my favorite beverage instead. So we're, we're drinking pina coladas. I do kind of so. want to
1: try that cocktail now, though. That <laughs> yeah. That sounds pretty weird. Yeah.
0: Sounds like something you'd be into, Pretty ratchet. Okay? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like it should just be a shot, though. Just like boom. Yeah. Done for sure. Yeah. And then you like instantly vomit it back up. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's all foamy.
0: Yeah. Right. And it would be gross. <laughs> I also read somewhere that a quarantine is any alcoholic beverage that you would drink while quarantined. So really. <laughs> yeah. So. By that wow. standard, our pina colada is a quarantini. So. Oh,
1: very nice!
0: All right, are you ready for this topic?
1: I am so ready. I'm so excited. <laughs> I haven't heard any of the things that Hillary has prepared for our episodes none of the yet, things. and none. she's heard none of the episodes that I've prepared. She doesn't know what the topics are, so this is a uh, a grand reveal. Surprise! I know I it tries. has something to do with with uh, the pandemic. Yes, so. you do. Well, now you do. Yes,
0: because <laughs> we've mentioned quarantine and all that stuff. So are you ready?
1: I <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so much.
0: So I chose to uh, dig into the great toilet paper run of COVID-19.
1: Fuck yeah, girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I kind of recognize that the toilet paper shortage is no longer an issue, right? Like You can go ahead and get toilet paper. But for the entire month of March and somewhat of April, it was really hard to get toilet paper. You're able to get toilet paper in the stores now. I do believe there's some um, shortages in other supplies too. Like every time I uh, I try and get some groceries, I notice that the cleaning um, aisle or whatever, the cleaning supplies are pretty low still. Still. Uh, So there's still some supply and demand wrangling going on in that Mm -hmm. avenue um literal shit literal (laughs) shit yeah but uh, you know I think like the reason that I I wanted to dive into this and kind of dig a little bit more like you know what the heck was this toilet paper shortage all about you know I really do think like this is something that people will be reminiscing about you know when we talk about COVID-19 in several years when it's you know no longer um the dire issue that it is today um, and it's going to be one of the things that they mention, you know, like, oh, COVID-19, like how horribly it was, how horribly it was managed. And do you remember when everyone bought up toilet paper? Ha ha ha. Yeah. And then yeah. everyone was drinking so much more.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Or my yeah. other thought on that is like, we'll look back on this as the light and funny period of the quarantine and the pandemic, because shit's about to get so much worse because we can't interact yeah. together. Yeah, we can't well, get our shit together literally and we can't get our toilet literally. paper together to clean that shit up. Exactly. It's a disaster.
0: So, I kind of
1: wanted to dig into uh,
0: you know, w- what this whole mm-hmm. toilet paper run was about and why it happened and maybe what we can do in the future to prevent some crazy thing like this happening again. Like literally no store ever like in your vicinity having toilet paper on their shelves like that's just so ridiculous it was it was really unlike anything that a lot of us had ever seen before truly and I say a lot of us because there were some of us that had seen it before and I'll get into that in a second you know but I think that we we all reacted the way that we did it was because the coronavirus is totally novel right scientists and researchers are still learning more and more about it each day like today you know so it's. It's kind of wild, right? And I think that mm-hmm. it's the fear of the unknown that leads people to do things that they may not normally do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when the news broke that we are facing a pandemic, people ran to the stores and they stocked up on food and they stocked up on water and batteries and like all the normal stuff, right? You know, that people stock up on in an emergency. Mm-hmm. Beans but then and rice. People, yeah, yeah. You know, and then people bought a lot of toilet paper on top of that as well. A, yeah. a lot of toilet paper. Yeah. Um, and and the scarcity of toilet paper was a novel problem to most of us. And you know, I'm kinda getting back to why I say most of us. Um, mm-hmm. is because this is actually the second time our nation has experienced a toilet paper shortage. <laughs> can no you believe fucking that? Way. Wait, I am what? not <laughs> joking. You. Listen to this girl. Listen to why this. Why have this I not nana. seen any memes about that? And no, I promise you this is true. Uh, you can fact check the
1: shit out of this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm
0: going to take a sip of my pina colada to dig into this one because it's just ridiculous. Dig in. (laughs)
1: Dig in, Deep Hill.
0: (laughs) Okay. So apparently in 1973, Johnny Carson joked that there was a toilet paper shortage on The Tonight Show, and people took him seriously.
1: People went out and hoarded (laughs) toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This, so Fucking this is 73. sheep <laughs> hmm Yeah. So, you know, for the most of us, like, you know, the younger folks, right? We hadn't really experienced anything like that because we weren't alive in 73. But what about those individuals who were alive in 73 that did mm. stock up on the
1: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't For- even a problem before, right? Like- Absolutely. No reason. <laughs> no,
0: literally no reason. Cause it's just Johnny Carson going like, ha making a silly joke because that's his job. <laughs> like that's yeah, what yeah, he yeah. does. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my yeah.
1: God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
0: I found in, in my, uh, like, deep dive of, like, you know, what the heck was going on with this toilet paper run. Um, when I found that, I was just like, there's no way. Like, this is ridiculous. This is,
1: that, is, that is just so America. It is so America. So, one fucking talking head says it, and then everyone runs out and does it. Like, yeah. what? Yep. No. And then we do it all over again. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Less than 50 years later. Yeah. I want to ask questions, but I feel like I should just let you uh, continue
0: yeah I mean, I'm just gonna dig in a little bit more. I feel I mean feel free to yeah. ask questions though girl. like that that's what the, that's what we're doing, right? We yeah. are talking about capitalism. We're talking about crazy shit in our world, and mm-hmm. that' was
1: definitely <laughs> crazy, right? So it's yeah, still crazy. It. It's still crazy, yeah, getting toilet paper from Costco is really hard still right now,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: If you're ordering it and not going in yourself first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. you can't you can't get it at all, yeah. I know that is crazy, and still with the wet wipes and the yeah, Clorox yeah. wipes and things. I'm Clorox you can't wipes. Find that. I know it's wild. Yeah, I mean, and we're
0: still seeing these strange behaviors because the coronavirus is just so novel, and and we're all still mm-hmm. so uncertain about everything, and it's just gonna cause people to do weird things that they normally wouldn't do, like stock up on a bunch of random stuff. So another wild thing that I found in my uh, deep dive search was apparently an Australian newspaper called the Northern Territory News printed eight pages of blank pages, complete with handy cut lines. (laughs) This was on March 5th. Yeah, this was on March 5th that they printed eight pages of blank pages for people to use in emergency.
1: <laughs> that's how adorable amazing. is that is
0: that not wild
1: at a time when like newspapers are under threat you know they're not bringing <laughs> up in enough money that's providing value you know that's value that-, that the americans can experience yeah. physically yeah <laughs> notice that australia did that
0: <laughs> not americans americans are like no nah, oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit shit right like, thank you yeah yeah Australians were like, "Here you go. We're gonna like help each other out, right?" Oh well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Not America. No, you got it. Fun for yourself in this country. But yeah. So at any rate, so like a couple of things that we saw was rationing in grocery stores. I think that we're still seeing that in uh, in our grocery stores. Like one of uh, my friends the other day just mentioned that like she goes to the store because she needs this like specific supply. And uh, she goes to go get it and they allow one per day, one purchase of yeah. that supply per day. Wish mm-hmm. I could remember it right now, but, you know, and that's just yeah. kind of a general example of like, you know, rationing in our grocery stores today. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't stop hoarders, though. I mean, because hoarders can simply just hop from store to store every day yeah. and buy as much as they want. Um, mm. And not to mention purchasing in bulk online. Right. Like that allows wow. you to buy as much as you'd like. Yep. Yeah, so we also saw pricing or price gouging in the secondary market too, right? Some people saw an opportunity to capitalize on others' fear and they bought up toilet paper and they turned around and they sold it on eBay for <laughs> exorbitant costs. Yep. Yep, okay. I mean, then that's, that's, you know, just simple supply and demand. The demand for toilet paper increased dramatically and there was a perceived scarcity in supply and mm-hmm. therefore prices went up in other markets. So...
1: If you're someone that's well-to-do and you're doing that, That's just, that's really low. But if you're someone who's desperate right now because you have, you're out of a job, you know, you don't, you know, you're not making enough for rent based on the checks that the government may not be giving you anymore, you Mm -hmm. know, then, then I kind of feel you if you're in that position. Yeah. You know,
0: there were individuals that could not afford that like, more expensive toilet paper but then there were people that were more than willing to pay whatever they needed to Yeah, you know? it was that it was yeah. that perceived scarcity that led them to just go whatever it takes man I've got to get I've got to get my toilet paper people are going crazy I can't find toilet paper anywhere I've got to get that toilet paper I'll pay whatever for it you know yeah it's crazy
1: well there's always a sucker
0: uh-huh yeah so I kind of wanted to dig into you know why this happened um so I I, uh, I looked into, like, the psychology of why it all happened. A lot of what I found was that people's anxiety was triggered by this, you know, this new problem, the pandemic, right? Pandemic is a scary word, you know, and when, and when people heard the word, they were just concerned for their health and well-being of themselves and their family, and yeah. they went to all measures to protect that. Mm -hmm. And it it truly was just people's fear of the unknown that, that spiked this anxiety and their needs to attempt to control the unknown and the unpredictable threat. Right. Yeah. And when people are stressed, their ability to reason and come to normal conclusions are totally thwarted. I know that I can absolutely admit to like falling victim of that, you know? Yeah, for sure. You know, another thing to consider, too, is that when people are uncertain as to how to react to a situation, they often defer to others for guidance.
1: Mm -hmm. So they just look to what what the person next to you is doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I mean, like, I definitely remember asking, you know, my neighbors and my friends like, hey, like, did you find toilet paper? Did you just recently go to the store? Is it empty? (laughs) You know, just weird questions like that. Sending the feelers out, you know, kind of guessing figuring out what other people are doing like is this a real thing is this not you know yeah um and i feel like that's really normal right especially when it's something as weird as a toilet paper shortage yeah totally i still will never get over this i just so hilarious (laughs) toilet paper shortage well i mean especially okay like especially in this time of like fake news and misinformation too
1: it's hard to figure that out right and if it's all going to be gone because the person next next to me is buying it all up, then I feel like I need to buy it up mm-hmm. because I don't want to be Bingo. the person that doesn't have any. Yeah. And everyone else is doing that, following that behavior. Yeah, It's this self-perpetuating cycle of one person doing something that makes the other person do it. It's not like they stopped producing toilet paper at any point. It was like the same or increased uh, supply over time, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, I, I did look into that. They, especially uh, Scott
0: um, Toilet Paper Company, they had their supply chains going 24-7. Just go, 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 go. Not 100 percent sure if they had already had their factories going 24 seven or mm-hmm. not, mm-hmm. but toilet paper companies did come out and say like, "Hey, we're trying really hard to make sure that you know we've got this stuff ready to go and and made for you guys, like mm-hmm. on your shelves." Yeah, it really was just people panic buying. You
1: know, I can't believe that even with that ramped up production, that you're seeing empty shelves. Mm-hmm. It's so insane to me that that's just continuing to be a problem, even though like we don't wipe our asses any more than we ever did before. Know. You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's kind of why I wanted to dig into this topic because it's just so weird. Like why did why did we do this, America? Yeah. Why did we do this? Like, it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, and I even kind of looked into that and some sources reported that it was simply just a primitive visceral response. That people were just like, Okay, I need to do this. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. I, I mean And then as soon as others, you know, the news spread that others were doing it and buying toilet paper, that it just kind of, it just snowballed, Mm -hmm, really. For sure. And there was just nothing that anyone could say or do to stop it once it had started, because Mm -hmm. that's just the power of fear, right? What do you think will stop it? Uh, Well, you know, um, I think that it was just kind of something that stopped itself, um, because everyone bought up toilet paper, right? And then... You know, we we kept going to the stores to get toilet paper when we were out or whatever, and it was there. It was on the shelf, mm-hmm. and I think that that kind of helped people realize that, like, okay, like I don't need to be crazy and buy up, you know, twenty cases of toilet paper today. <laughs> you know, like it's yeah. here. It was here the last time I came. It it well, it's continuing to be here and, and and stocked and ready to go. Like I think that you know the supply just kind of leveled up with our Yeah, our insane, insane, yeah. Demand. I think another explanation um, could just be retail therapy. You know, some people simply feel better when they buy stuff. That's an interesting point, too. Yeah. I mean, whether it makes sense or not, you know, people just feel better. And, um, you know, when it's something scary like the influx of a novel pandemic, a very natural reaction for some people would be to just buy, buy, buy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we simply purchase whatever we need to manage our emotional states. Yeah. That's just kind of. So American. <laughs> Yeah, right? And I think it was hard for people to assess what their reaction should be. Yeah. You know, the CDC came out with their own statement. Trump came out with his own statement. Oh, God. Zero leadership from any direction. A 100%, which was the the biggest feeling of them all. C- it continues to be the biggest feeling of COVID-19 to today, but that's a whole other topic. Yeah. I'm sure it will feed
1: into future episode topics.
0: Yeah. Definitely. I think that that was, that's like the main thing. Like people just didn't really know how to grapple with this problem. And so you jump, you jump, you jump on the bandwagon, you just go, okay, I'm going to buy it too. Yeah.
1: Do you have any good ideas about how people should try to avoid that in the future? Yeah. So I did
0: try to dig into like how we could have, how this could have been prevented. And it really just kind of came back to community leaders and the Trump administration. I hate to just dump it on individual responsibility but I, th- I really think that it could have been a little bit of that too like if yeah. people had just really kind of gone into themselves and and dove into like okay like do I really need to buy x number of cases of toilet paper right mm-hmm. is this something that is necessary yeah and I don't know that it's that that's something that I can fairly say that that would have been easy to do at that time yeah you know it's hard to kind of grapple with how this may have been prevented. But I really do think that, um, you know, community leaders could have come out. And when I say community
1: leaders, I I mean like local governments. Yeah, Yeah, Or just having them come out, you mean and say, we don't need to be doing this right now. It's it's contributing to this problem and educating people about what their own behaviors were and how they could change that. Yeah,
0: definitely. And just kind of giving people a sense of this is what this pandemic is. Yes, we do suggest that you have, let's just say, two weeks supplies of groceries. And that includes toilet paper, mm-hmm. you know, what, what do you need for two weeks? What do you need for a month? Mm-hmm. Buy that. Leave the stuff on the shelf for other people. Mm-hmm. And if we all do that, then there's enough toilet paper for everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that I think that's something cool, calm, and collected by and literally anyone um, just coming out and saying that may have been enough, but maybe
1: that's like naive Hillary. <laughs> <kind of going. laughs> I mean, people Hoping are and that, I guess. partially I do think people are gonna do what they're gonna do and they're gonna go out and they're gonna get scared yeah. especially because you it's terrifying shit that we're going through my family hasn't thrown away our newspapers for a long time because we don't know when shit's gonna hit the fan
0: <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> They're right? just
1: stockpiled just in case yeah so
0: yeah that's fair you know that's totally fair <laughs> and I, I, I think another thing that I thought of was that um You know, individuals who had experienced their first toilet paper shortage um, in 1973 maybe could have, you know, spoken out to family and friends, even just thrown something on, like, social media or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, and just had said, hey, like, chill out. We did this once before. It's not necessary to do it again, you know? And we could maybe have prevented repeating such a silly problem, but I don't know. And I think another thing, maybe stores could have done some different things, one of them is dramatically increase the price in and attempt to squash that unreasonable demand. But then I looked further into that. And uh, in most states, it would be a violation of the unfair or deceptive trade practices law. Hmm. So, Interesting. And that, and that protects against price gouging during the time of an emergency. Okay. So I, I think that that's important. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's so, absolutely important. Yeah, so it's it really is hard to kind of grapple with, like, how could this have prevented? You know, it's
1: really hard to, to dig into it, you know? And upping the price of something that's so universally needed like that mm-hmm. is going to disproportionately mm-hmm. cost people that don't have that much money. So if the poor yes. are going to share more of that burden than the rich. So no, absolutely. I can see that being somewhat of a, a deterrent to just overbuying things or creating other right. policies. Well, and that's why there are laws against yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And I'm glad yeah. also that they do have the limits in places mm-hmm. and those hours for senior hours in the morning that's a really yeah. wonderful thing. I love I that. Know, I love that so much too. Just knowing that some people have a hard time right now and access to things is scarier right now and mm-hmm. giving them that, that time and that space and that availability of resources when there's a scarcity. I wish there was more education around these things, yeah, which the definitely. government is never very good at doing like education campaigns about problems. Mm-hmm.
0: So maybe it could not have been prevented in America. Yes. Yeah. just... I mean, hopefully we can prevent it from happening again, but uh, I don't think that this toilet paper shortage could
1: have been prevented.
0: Yeah. But we had it, and it sure is kind of funny to talk about now, right? (laughs) (laughs) Totally. What the
1: fuck? I can't believe that shit. That was like the almost most stressful thing for a lot of people. Yeah. Like, oh my God, this is... This is so vital to my existence. Mm-hmm. I've I've gone like backpacking and camping where I have to figure out what leaf is the best leaf for that <laughs> purpose, you know, where I just yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to get rid of the need for that because it's it's a lot of resource consumption. I, I use way too much toilet paper and I wish I could yeah. not use any of it. Yeah, Hillary is really great at only using rags and washcloths and things instead of using paper products, and I really admire that about you, Hillary.
0: Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's the that's the hippie in me. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, because that stuff's important, you know. I aspire to be as good about that as you.
0: oh thanks, my love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy when you just don't have toilet papers around, right? Or, yeah. I'm sorry, not toilet paper. Paper towels. <laughs> paper <laughs> yeah. towels. I'm so t- toilet paper on the brain, right? Um, when you just don't have paper towels around, you know, you, you go ahead and grab a rag. Yeah. You know? But uh, I will say that I do use toilet paper. <laughs> not, not about... I have thought about getting a bidet, though. I
1: have thought yeah. about yeah. That's something that during quarantine, the dollops started advertising a lot. Oh. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> of course they did. Bravo to them. That's fantastic. Dave Anthony loves to make butthole jokes. So that, that <laughs> just goes just perfectly. So perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe I'll have to get a day after all. <laughs> yeah, I, it doesn't sound that bad at this point, you know? There's yeah, worse right? things in the world, except for then, like, uh, water wait, shortages. Wait, what do you mean
0: there's worse things in the world? I'm pretty sure that it sounds fantastic. Like, <laughs> it'd be all squeaky clean.
1: You know, and maybe somewhat stimulated in a fun way too. You never know. Only you. (laughs) I'm sure there would be other people out there. (laughs) Fuck you. I
0: kid. I kid.
1: (laughs) I can see you doing it too. (laughs) calling me out man <laughs> only cause you did to me but I guess I, I kind of did to myself so <laughs> maybe a little bit yeah, <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> well uh you covered it all that's it nice yeah. dude that was fucking tight <laughs> yeah
0: I'm glad you enjoyed that topic wild yeah. right like i all- I kind of thought like, okay, this will be like a silly topic, but then like the more that I dug into it and like found out like what other countries were doing and all that stuff, I was just laughing so
1: hard. (laughs) It was a pretty interesting topic to dig into for sure. And I think it's a nice also like light topic to kind of ease into the broader topic of capitalism that we're going to try to tackle here. Mm -hmm. Some of my stories are probably going to be pretty dark because that's the stuff that I'm concerned totally. about the most. I
0: also have like this feeling that like you're like you're like the darker person. I'm like the lighter, bubblier person. If you're gonna do the darker stories, i want to do the lighter bubbly stories, right? Like I think like our, our episodes are definitely going it's to true. match like mm-hmm. our personas, like
1: which is great. It'll be a great balance. I think that's good. And I also think it's good because our listeners, I think, are gonna have such radically different views about What capitalism means to them and whether or not that's something that they value and hold as an ideal or think is deeply flawed and needs to change or needs to be done away with entirely. Totally. The fact that we are going to bring really different, some brighter, some darker stories that are all shining. Some sort of light on what's happening in this world that is completely run by capitalism Mm -hmm. and that all of our lives are from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to bed. Everything, all of our pleasures are provided by the system. And I feel like we're not having enough of a conversation about it. So, like, the fact that we can come at it from different angles and actually have a conversation about it, I think... Will be good for other people that you know might fall on any sort of the spectrum um, with with what yeah. they think about what capitalism is and what what it should be.
0: Well, I think that one of the cool things too is like with our intention of keeping the topic as broad as we are. You know, we're just we didn't really throw ourselves into like a niche topic. Um, mm-hmm. We really do get to shine the light on uh, how capitalism really is woven into like every single aspect of our lives every day. You know, mm-hmm. and we get to. Get to talk about it you know
1: yeah the good the bad and the ugly the good the bad and the ugly yeah i'm excited though i'm really excited to start to have this conversation and to like invite people in same i want to find a way for people to send in stories maybe about their own experiences as workers or things that have happened with companies that they know. Just any kind of interesting story that might shine a light on capitalism.
0: Well, they can send it to cocktailsandcapitalism at gmail.com, all spelled out. Send them our way.
1: There it is. Yeah. Yeah, There (laughs) it is. We'll dig into it. Well, were we going to do anything to like close off our episodes
0: or like? I think so. I think that we can just say, well, there it is. There's is the details behind the great toilet paper run of COVID-19 in 2020.
1: And uh, cheers to you,
0: Miss Erica.
1: <laughs> cheers to you, Hillary. That was fantastic. <laughs> Excellent. I love you. So glad you
0: enjoyed. I love you too. <laughs> All right. And I believe that is that's a wrap. the end of it. Yeah fuck yeah girl and remember there is no wealth but life nice (laughs)